1: Welcome to the Feudal Anime Podcast, I'm your host Jack And I'm Rick And today we're gonna be talking about the magnificent Kotobuki Nothing magnificent about him Yeah, no, yes. there was nothing nothing magnificent about this as a whole, I feel um, This was uh, my choice for this week uh, And I gotta say, I am very, an, another very horrible choice uh, for, for two weeks running for me, so we're gonna see if i can keep that trend going along um <laughs> the magnificent kotobuki is uh is about a group of mercenary women who are who apparently are insanely good at flying uh planes and dogfighting, uh and it takes place on a world where they're where you're led to believe, at least in the very beginning, that there is no water anywhere at all on this planet.
0: Yeah, it's uh, frustrating to say the very least. It, it is you're supposedly on a either post-apocalyptic or another world or I, I don't know, like somewhere where the water is extraordinarily scarce, but for some reason, booze flows like water should.
1: There's enough booze there to make me happy, and to make sure I'm drunkenly happy all the time.
0: Ninety <laughs> yeah. percent um, of the show, at least. Well, no, I'll be. I'll be nice. Seventy percent of the show is held in a bar, where she, the main character, is <laughs> eating pancakes and or everyone's getting sloshed.
1: I, I'll have to say one of the things I, I, I gotta say on this is fifty percent of it takes place in the bar. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna go even nicer than you. But there is no rhyme or reason to any of the story, and they throw characters at you right at the very beginning that they, they don't lead you into uh, being that you should know, or they uh, act like this character is going to be super important, and then it turns out they're not important because they're only there for maybe half an episode. Now, the, the total length of, of this show, it's 12 episodes long, it is really new. So it came out January 2019, or at least new at the time of this recording. It came out January 2019, and it ran all the way through the end of March of 2019. So for the winter winter year of uh, 2019. And it's as if the animators could not decide on how they wanted the animation to be. It was very choppy. It was very robotic. And the movements in which they were moving, it, it just, it was ridiculous all the way through. And, and you would see them in one particular animation style, one particular animation style, and then the next moment it would switch. And then they would decide to show two different animation styles side by side, you know, for an entire scene, which drove me up a wall. It's, it's it's as if they couldn't decide on what they wanted to do, or or they had two different animators working on this, and they were fighting with each other on how they wanted the animation to be done.
0: Well, see, I, what I think they were trying to do was, uh, basically, piggyback off the success Rooster Teeth had with that style of anime when they were producing a really amazing, groundbreaking, if you will, anime called Ruby, and it was kind of funny because you could actually see in the progression of that particular anime how much money people had available to them because in the beginning, anybody not important was just a shadow figure, but they used almost pure computer graphics with minor amounts of drawing as you saw in this show, uh, which I will refer to henceforth as that magnificent, because magnificent kombuchi, kambuki. kombuki um, Korobuki, I'm mess it up. Korobuki, yeah, that that's gonna be forgotten just after I said it. Um, so the magnificent,
1: the magnificent turd that it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, magnificent
0: tri- the magnificent try, the magnificent tryhard.
1: This was is as as weird and as obtuse as the animation was. The story was just as confusing and annoying all the way through.
0: Uh, see, I, I think it could have been better if it had a more experienced team. I say that because it felt like someone's third attempt—not uh, the first, because the first wouldn't have made the cutting room floor; not the second, because they wouldn't—they weren't known then—and the, the third, meaning this is their like first decent breakout to show someone something and looking online it's got
1: really decent reviews um i don't know why i i would have to echo that i don't understand why this had great reviews so um the whole premise around this it seems like a great idea it's it's a it's show where you're you're in this world and you fly planes and instead of you having aircraft carriers that are floating in the water you're in blimps that are aircraft carriers, which is a great idea. I love that idea. It is wonderful. Instead of them having newer technology, though, for the for the planes, at least for the majority of it, 99% of it, um, you have single propeller planes, which is fine. And that's how they do their dogfights. That's how they do their, their fighting and everything like that. They don't have missiles. They don't have rockets or anything like that, at least for Almost all of it, all the way up to a certain point, <laughs> yeah. right? A and then where,
0: where it would make no sense why they even had this kind of firepower,
1: yeah, and and, and,
0: and, and didn't use it before you could end the fight almost instantly.
1: Yes, and that's how it was. I mean, like you get to a certain you get to a certain episode, like three quarters of the way through, and they literally drop rockets and are bombing this one specific area, and you are wondering, why didn't they bust anything like this out before? Why haven't they used any of this technology before?
0: Rocket boosters, flares, grenade-style missiles that explode, like proximity grenades. They explode a certain amount before they reach their target, only to throw shrapnel everywhere. I mean... They could have used that so many different times before. For instance, when they were like 40 to 1 disadvantaged, that would have been a great thing to have.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um, not only that, another thing that, that really kind of boggles my mind is at the end, it's like you're you're wondering, it's like, well, if they have this entire world centered around flying, why don't they have jets? Why don't they have like jets that we understand it to this day? And they only have something similar to that at the end, where they the 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 enemy that they're fighting has two fighter jets that we would know them, and they are just dominating. But somehow the the single propeller planes are able to fuck like, able to take them out easily.
0: Yeah, they're they're able to outmaneuver because lighter. And more maneuverability means easier turning, quicker turning. And, uh, of course, maneuverability beats power any day of the week.
1: Well, I mean, like, never mind the fact that he was that the enemy was shooting out rockets that supposedly had proximity and locking that kept blowing up. And all they had to do was just turn their planes to the side and fly along the wall never mind the fact that several times the plane's wings would clip a wall or something like that throughout the whole series and nothing would happen to the plane. Like, Explain, at all.
0: okay. <clears throat> all right. So a short overview, you have a series, you have a bunch, uh, you have these, these, what? Five, would it be five young women? Uh, Maybe, I, would fi- five young women
1: I would say it five young women in plus one child yeah. that looks to be about 10 years old and is flying a plane killing people
0: okay so that's the main character right
1: no no the main character isn't that they they have someone else that's even younger than her or looks to be even younger than her mechanic no not the mechanic it's someone else this guy like no it's it's the they all look young to me they they all look really young the one i'm talking about is chica oh really you think she's about 10 She's looks the youngest out of all of them. Not only that, she's the shortest one out of
0: all of them. Okay, I can see that. My age group, I was going to say between fifteen and twenty three. Well, like that that was <clears throat> that was my my best
1: guess. I can seems go with that. I mean, with,
0: <sighs> one of them seems obsessed with numbers. The other one seems obsessed with um, keeping law and order, even though they're not anywhere near order orderly you have a mistress that seems to be a master negotiator um they have a male captain of the the Zeppelin, let's call uh, it.
1: If I may, the actual captain isn't him. He's the co-captain or first officer or whatever. The actual captain, and everyone refers to him as the actual captain, is a dodo bird.
0: Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. Uh, so the dodo bird doesn't do shit. Um, except, like, appear and disappear at, at very specific and odd times as a letter carrier as a bomb diffuser for some reason that, that's really all the bo- bo- bird does oh and and when you come back late he'll fly off and try to rescue you after he already sees you flying back in yeah so there's that um but anyway <clears throat> so you have these rather young women in a male-dominated field um because i think they're the only women other than that snake lady which you find out later Um, who actually fly and, and do well. And actually, they they outperform everyone. Um, they would be the Mary Sue of aviation dogfights, if you will, because everyone else gets one bullet to the wing and they fall, unless they're specifically like heavy, heavily armored. And these girls get like shot at. And I think one, Only one or two ever actually get shot out of the sky, but it takes a lot to get them out of the sky. And they're all flying airplanes, which are universally known to be inferior. And this is pointed out several times throughout the anime that, oh, you're flying that no one in their right mind would fly that it's lighter. It's, it's weaker. It doesn't fly as fast. And it, yeah, it's very uniquely politically interesting because the mayor who's obviously elected by the people of their main city can't make a decision you have this woman come in who's a counselor for lack of a better term is just an awful human being who turns out to be an angel later on um, who pulls the strings from like the shadows and you have this magician who somehow is head of parliament when we're done with the anime.
1: He's the head of his own area in and of itself. So we're going to go with, he's a rival ruler in a different, in a neighboring country
0: dictator. He, he ends up being a dictator,
1: but I, okay.
0: I didn't, I didn't gather that they were from rivaling co- countries. I, I just thought that they were like, you know, safe havens that, they were able to land and fuel and stuff like that. I felt like they used all the same currency, they used all the same language. Um so I just thought they were like, you know, cities few and far between.
1: Uh, uh I I gathered that they were from different countries because that's what they were talking about. They had three specific countries with like different fueling points in between each area all the way through it. Uh now as for a story or a rhyme or rhyme and reason as to what's going on in between the countries, how what's what happened in the past to the countries, or why there's no water or, or anything else, none of that's explained. They reference uh, towards the end uh, something about war poles or, or something like that, but they never explain. What they are, they make a couple references to a lost society or a specific group of individuals that came to that world. Never went into details about them. They you just kind of learn through watching it that they left behind some stuff and some ideology or technology or something like that, and everyone kind of took it and ran with it and adapted it. They don't explain what the purpose of the holes are, or why those individuals uh, even showed up, or how they showed up, or what what's special about these whole things. Nor do they explain why the 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 nation where the the magician ruler is, and because I say magician ruler because he is a magician ruler, he is a magician. Why his area is the only one with water, with ocean. And they also don't don't go into detail about why the areas are in the state that they're in. Because you have a couple areas where it's basically one dude in an entire town by himself. And then you have like an entire area where there's more than enough people there, but no one is willing to fight.
0: Well, the one dude in the middle of nowhere was, if, if memory serves, he was part of a fueling station, a fueling city, if you will, that kind of dried up because the oil reserves started to dry up too. And once the oil dries up, you can't make gasoline anymore. And once you can't make gasoline, your currency is no good here, basically. Um, and that's another thing. Everyone seems to have an unlimited supply of fuel somewhere. I mean, it's frustrating. The, the plot holes and the... the the blaring discrepancies
1: all the way throughout this series. It is plot hole after plot hole after plot hole after plot hole. With, well, what I will say
0: is what's kind of cool
1: is that I didn't see any homeless. Probably because they're all dead.
0: I didn't see any poverty either. No one seemed to go hungry. The healthcare system seemed
1: to work. Well, assuming everyone had healthcare. I mean, like half the time we spent the uh, half the time we spent it in a bar. So <laughs> yeah, I mean you can only assume everything worked. Um I will give them this. The 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 pirates have some ma- I mean like the pilots in general have some mad skills to be able to land on a flying blimp.
0: Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was the that was the legit
1: so in general, it doesn't matter. The it, it you have to have skills to be able to land in a blimp. And it's not that you have a lot of room for it. They, they, you know, you you have this small area you have to land in. Now, what I don't understand is why one of why the magician, the magician ruler, when he was flying his plane, why he was literally able to do a stall in midair, flat, basically making himself a larger target just to shoot up. I, I just I don't understand it. I don't understand that. I'm not a pilot. I don't know if that is even feasible, nor do I understand if that is even smart to do when you're in a fight. To do a stall in midair so you're flat in a larger surface just to go straight up. I mean, if any of you are pilots, fighter pilots, know a pilot, interacted with a pilot, ask him that question. Let us know, please. I, I would I would love to know the answer to this. I really would.
0: The only guess I would have for that specific thing would be that they just had to slow down real fast. <laughs> I mean, that's sure. I can't, can't even guarantee that's a good way to do it. Cause I don't think the stress on the plane would be able to handle it considering how flimsy it is, but yeah, uh, I don't know. It makes very little sense. And the plot armor isn't even thick enough to cover the plane, so
1: there is no plot armor. The <laughs> right. the plot armor would have been great if it was there, but they make references and and talk about things that that act they act like you should know the stuff like they're talking about like right away in the second episode. Some uh uh, uh one of the main characters ends up getting upset. Kyrie she gets upset at someone with a particular logo on her wings and she just loses her mind and goes, goes mad, goes after the, the, the individual that you don't know anything about. You just know that she's upset at her for, for whatever reason, because she saw this specific logo on the wing and that's it. And, and this is a a repeating theme all the way throughout. Someone gets mad at someone or, or someone does something in particular and they're upset about it, and they don't give you a reason why, nor do they give you a background as to why that is. They just assume you know what's going on. What I will
0: say is they, they set a few things up that look awesome. For instance, that lady with the snake on her plane. You set that up, oh, this is going to be a main villain. Okay, cool. There's some animosity there. Next episode, we'll find out why. No, we don't. Or the episode after that. Or the episode after that. You finally at like what the last episode? Damn near was no, no. It was second to last episode. They both run out of gas and have to talk to each other. Like what the hell? That's not a resolution. You're teasing some awesome confrontation that never showed. Yeah, it, it, that that's a build up for a, a just a. Oh yeah, just kidding. We're running out of time. We need to wrap this up this is the fastest way to do it only to find out that the main character's motivation for flying is the fact that an old man who lived in the outskirts of town showed her what it was like to fly and how free it was. And so she's like, I love doing that. And I, you, you know, you assume that this snake person shot down that old man in a dog fight. Well, no, turns out that, that, this dogfight, or that this, um, this snake lady, if you will, this snake airplane lady, is just another student of this old man. So you you still have no closure. And then you find out later that the old man was shot down by the magician. And you're like, what? That's so anticlimactic. You're just making a guy who's already a bad guy just that much worse. Yeah. It was unnecessary.
1: It was completely unnecessary, and it, it is the common theme all the way throughout. You're, you're given all this, you know, buildup. It's like, well, it's going to be something great, or hopefully it'll be something great. And then you're just let down constantly throughout. Well, the only uh,
0: payoff, if you can even call it a payoff, that I can find is you find out that the bartender is actually a badass, which came out of nowhere because he's so timid. And it, you'll you'll find that there's there are very strong characteristics between main female characters and main male characters than there are 2 sub female characters and sub male characters. Um, so the main characters would be the three the sorry the five women um, and for some reason two mercenaries who can't die and then the sub male characters are one's a bartender who just happens to be a crack shot who used to be known as the untouchable and a purple haired waitress who for some reason has perfect accuracy.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what we're going to go with. Um, majority of the male characters are, are very whiny, very snivelly, very timid, very, very annoying with the exception of the one main male protagonist that is the villain which he, he he in and of itself is annoying and then his uh his whole action his whole theme for for going out and destroying these other areas is because they want to keep him and his country away from the warpoles holes and they're rightfully his and they belong to him and so they need to go out there and take it and so that's the whole gist of it
0: now these warp poles do we finally understand where they're coming from
1: nope all we know is that they spontaneously appear and then they can disappear just as easily
0: and they are potentially responsible for the lack of water, I believe, was was one hypothesis. It was never confirmed.
1: Yeah, that that would be it. I mean, supposedly they are the reason for the lack of water.
0: Which completely disappears in the final episode. There's plenty of water. Yeah. God. Well, one of, one of the things that I, I think we should probably touch on that makes a little bit, uh, they'll make this make more sense uh the the wormhole or the hole that opens up for some reason has absolutely no research done on it except by a sickly little kid
1: well he's not sickly he's uh paralyzed because he was uh shot in a plane ironically enough the
0: only blood you'll see in this in the anime yeah the only time you'll ever see anybody actually get injured for being in a plane and being hit but I know for some reason, he's the only one able to like make all these connections. And it's kind of funny because he, it's it leads you to believe that the people who flew through the wormhole were of Japanese descent. They call them something else, but they bring rice and curry. They bring fluffy pancakes. They bring airplanes and they bring literature. Literature specifically is read in the same fashion as Japanese literature is. And then they all fly back where the, from whence they came for some unknown reason as well. They came to this planet, built airplanes, gave them the tools for the airplanes, gave them the knowledge for the airplanes, and then left.
1: Yeah, and... That's basically all you really know about this, uh, previous or not previous, but these other worldly inhabitants inhabitants, you don't know anything else about them. You don't learn anything else about them other than just that. And as
0: far as public knowledge goes the wormholes open once every 70 years for some, for whatever, and nothing else ever happens,
1: but this is look- soon disproved. Really quickly, by the, by the kid, <laughs> yeah, by the by the paralyzed kid, who says no. There have been several others. It's just they were really small, and no one ever paid attention to them. And so one appears, and then the next episode, another one appears, it's and like, cool. the next episode, another one appears. It's it's magical. There's warp holes everywhere, and all you have to do is crash into them, and then they explode and disappear.
0: Yep. See. I know what happens my theory on this is that a a wormhole opened up that can fit just one person through and it was oprah and oprah was like you get a wormhole and you get a wormhole and you get a wormhole but (laughs) joking aside in the anime for some reason the main bad guy who is the magician is obsessing over these wormholes to the point of he wants them all and is willing to form a dictatorship.
1: Well, he deserves them, in case you didn't know. He doesn't deserve shit. He's not even a good magician. Hey, he made that donut
0: disappear magically. I can, too. That just means I'm fat.
1: Beside the point, sir. That is beside the point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I could have probably made it disappear a lot better, too, without the glitter.
1: (laughs) All right. All right. I I, I think that's enough on this. I, I really do. There's the Magnificent Kotobuki overall zero to five what would you rate this zero to five
0: god i can't get that time back um i'm gonna give it a one generous yeah only because of the potential that was there
1: see i gotta go i just i can't i can't i can't give it a one i really can't i give it a zero i have to give this one a zero No, i take that back have we even
0: seen it have we seen worse anime
1: yes what
0: comes to mind when I said when you said the
1: very last one that we just uh, that we did <laughs> together glass lip. All right. That's why. So I take it back. I give this a point five. And the reason why I give it a point five is because at least this one had a conclusion, a horrible conclusion, but it had a conclusion.
0: Fair. Not really, though. No, every episode is basically self-contained. And I had a theory. If I was to skip three episodes, would I miss anything? No. The answer was, well, the answer was actually yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. If I would have skipped it, I would have never known about old Sal, or I would have never gotten that backstory, but the backstory was weak. And if I would have skipped an episode, I would have never known that the kid in the wheelchair was the one that knew all about all the he, he did all the research to know about all those the wormholes. I would have been very confusing, although not unlike the rest of the anime, as to why this little sickly kid knows so much. The backstory for the knowledge shows up.
1: You can you can say
0: I'm the, trying uh, trying real hard to justify the seven out of ten that it got from other people and the ninety three percent approval rating it got on google it makes no sense to me
1: it, it, it really uh, doesn't it
0: I'm, I'm grasping at straws here man
1: grasp away sir because i will have to disagree with you on everything this this whole thing was a cluster sh- just a cluster all the way through made no sense it had plot holes all the way through in fact the plot armor was non-existent even in this the plot armor said no thank you i can't even protect you yeah i that's why i gotta give it up. Point 0.5 because it did have a ending, a horrible ending, an annoying ending, but at least it ended. The, it, the bad guy is no longer there. So it did end. Granted he, people were flying away in. on on damaged broken planes, but you know, yeah, yeah, damaged broken planes that were way worse off than
0: everything else they shot down. I want to point out. Yes. All right, so one I I give it a one, one fap because yeah, glass slip was even worse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I give this a 0.5. Next week is your, uh, is your choice. Onward and upward.
0: Um, well, first and foremost, wanted to apologize about not being able to record last week. I was a little under the weather, as you probably already know. Um, I'll do my best to avoid that. You know, I don't like being sick. Don't like letting you down. Don't like letting the fans down. And uh, this is an anime that I've never seen before. It is, yeah, The Legend of Legendary Heroes, I think is what it's called. Uh, Does that that sound appropriate? Uh, I'm 90% sure it's not a new one. Uh, Yep, it's The Legend of Legendary Heroes. And it is uh, 2002 to 2006 was the uh, manga, I believe. Mm-hmm. The novel, light novel. And it's got 25 episodes. 24 right. plus an OVA.
1: All right. Sounds good to me. Um, it, yeah, it looks like it originally aired in July 2010 and ran all the way through December of that very same year. Um, and it is obviously based on a lot light novel. So that'll be next week's uh discussion. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it is a lot better than the this the one I chose. I If you want to
0: if you want to watch it with us, you can do so at uh, Funimation. I believe is the only place to watch it for uh I want to say free. You do have to sign up though.
1: And uh with that, thank you for joining us this week. Feel free to reach out to us and let us know what you thought of the magnificent Kotobuki. Uh you can email us at Feudal anime podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on the Twitter Twitterverse at Feudal Anime Pod. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast catcher. And catch you all next time.
0: Later.